Okay, I want to begin the episode with, he was lusting! (laughs) Welcome to episode five, the girl everyone thinks is killing herself. I'm Jake. I'm Christy. I am Christy. Christy's giggling already. Um, Because he was lusting. I can't believe he would lust after Robin like that, even though probably she explicitly asked him not to. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so this episode originally aired on June 17th, 2003. The girls learned how to answer interview questions in this episode, and the big drama is the other girls gossiping about Elise having an eating disorder. But Elise won the challenge and invited her boyfriend to come and watch a photo shoot and spend the evening with them. And Adrienne invited her mom, and it was very touching. It was very cute. At the photo shoot, the girls posed with NFL Rookie of the Year, Clinton Portis. Don't know him. And then Giselle was sent home because she was fishing for compliments. She was looking for too many comps. She was. Yeah, let's talk about Giselle, if you don't mind. I would love to. What do you think about Giselle? Um... I I think that it was really fun that it started with her fishing for compliments and ending about her fishing for compliments. But at the beginning, Adrian threatened to kill her with poison because she kept <laughs> fishing for compliments. Yeah. Um, yeah, Adrian said she was going to, like, poison her in her sleep or something, right? Yes. <laughs> in, like, a nice way, not an especially mean way. I don't know if there's a nice way to say you're going to poison someone in their sleep, but if there is, Adrian did it. <laughs> Um, it was so sad that Jinsel was talking about how close she is with Elise and Adrian, and both of them have a interview where they explain how annoyed they are with her. Yeah, I almost wonder though. It's I feel like maybe they sort of see her more as like a younger sister figure or something mm. like that because they both talk about how annoying she is and how annoyed they are by her. But then there was plenty of times in this episode where they were like hanging out with her and chatting with her. And, like, sort of, you know, teasing her and stuff in a way that seemed at least fairly, like, jovial or something. I don't know. I mean, and they really don't want to upset her and not be able to borrow her flat iron anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe Elise is just a good actress because she did say that she is annoyed by Giselle but is not willing to, like, make an enemy of her because she was the only one with a straightener in the room. <laughs> Which is a good reason to not make someone an enemy. Yeah, in 2003, a straightener is real important. It's a hot commodity. Oh, do you want to talk about the meal with Tyra and Jay and their staff? Yeah, that was odd, I thought. I loved it. Why did you, okay, why did you think it was odd? Well, I liked it in that it seemed nice and fun and good to get to know those people. So the sort of the first thing in the episode was all of the contestants came to Jay Manuel's apartment in New York and Jay Manuel and Tyra and like Tyra's assistant and yeah, just like some staff people were there. And I think it was billed sort of as like the contestants are going to come hang out and get to know these people. But then it seemed like essentially what happened was the mo- the contestants got there and then Tyra said, awesome you guys are here you guys are making our dinner tonight (laughs) and then the models all had to cook dinner for everyone it just seemed weird to invite them over and then make them cook dinner for you i felt like everybody was kind of helping though like yeah i think so i probably am just falling under the spell of tyra but i just felt like it was really endearing to watch everybody with no agenda just like hanging out yeah no i did like that it seemed like there was a fair amount of just hanging out 
this episode in a way yeah. that was very fun. Mostly I just thought it was funny that as soon as they got there, they're like, okay, great, you guys are here. Uh, food's in the kitchen. If you could have our dinner done by like, I don't know, 8.30. It'd be awesome. Um, that'd be great. <laughs> um, I did find a fun fact about this. In later seasons, a reoccurring judge is Nole Marin, and so you probably don't know him yet. But he gave the... Um, he gave the inside to BuzzFeed that judges and contestants basically have minimal interaction outside of judging because they want to keep the judges and contestants from forming relationships and biases. And I think it's because of this first season, how much they interacted and how much bias there was. They were like trying to fix that. Because if you think about Janice's obsession with Elise, yeah. Is like totally uncool at this point in the competition. Yeah, yeah. Janice has just decided that Elise is her favorite of the bunch. And so it kind of feels like Elise is going to get a pass through to kind of the end if, if Janice has any say in it. Yeah. And they eliminated one of the best photo, one of the best models this week with, I mean, Jensel went home, but she had a great photo and did a really good job. It's just because the judges and, or I guess mostly Tyra has learned so much about her and overheard her personality. Yeah, it was interesting, yeah, that Giselle went home, and it was mostly because Tyra heard her kind of bashing herself and was like, you know what, if you're going to bash yourself a bunch, then you can go home. And, like, she phrased it like, I think Tyra said something to the effect of, I heard you leave the photo shoot, and you were saying that you were too much of a dancer and not enough of a model, and that's what convinced me that this photo isn't actually that great or something. So in a way, it was like, at least it seemed like Giselle sort of talked the judges inadvertently into believing that she wasn't a very good model or something like that. But yeah, yeah. It a little bit felt like it was more about personality and Tyra being annoyed that Giselle was fishing for compliments all the time than yeah. the photo necessarily. And don't get me wrong, I really did want Giselle to go home. I was pretty tired of her. <laughs> Yeah. But, but I, it was it just felt like there was a lot of extra interaction that you don't see in the later seasons at all. Yeah, in this episode especially, it felt like that because we had the visit to a judge's. I guess Jay isn't Jay Manuel isn't always a judge, but he's a judge sometimes, and like Tyra is the judge. And visiting like a judge's house and just hanging out is something that I haven't seen in any of the other seasons that I've seen. No, no, never. What did you think about their lesson with Tyra's publicist? I thought it's so it seemed really helpful to get to talk to a publicist and get that perspective for, you know, burgeoning models. It seemed almost weird or something to me that the publicist's main advice to them was like, tell me all of your deep, dark, dirty secrets. Yeah, let him out. Which I guess makes sense. Like that stuff that it would make sense for your publicist to know. But that woman is not going to actually be their publicist. And telling that publicist their deep, dark, dirty secrets is not going to help them in their career. It's literally just airing them on national TV. It's a good point. Um, (laughs) So I think it was good advice, but it was not. It didn't make a lot of sense to be like filming them doing a pretend publicist interview in which they told the publicist all the stuff that they should be embarrassed about or something. Yeah, but Jake. Which is how I feel it was coded. But Jake, if you mess up, fucking fess up. You just gotta fess it up <laughs> on national TV. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny then Jensel talked about wanting to meet Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's wild to imagine someone being like, okay. Tell me your dirty secrets, you know, and then you come into that interview and you say, well, I hate to admit it, but I really want to meet Michael Jackson. <laughs> I just Jake, really admire him as a person. Jacob, listen to this. 
um, because we can talk about this 17 years in the future, Jensel did meet Michael Jackson in her career. Whoa. Her so, dream came true. Her dream came I true. I wonder, so I don't, I can't remember times for when stuff like this happened. Was I wonder if this was before or after the toddler in a window incident. I would hope before. Yeah. Because I guess I could see that being more of a dirty secret if it's like, you know, Michael Jackson just hung a baby out of a window, but I still really want to meet him. I really hope it's before <laughs> little Jensel, or maybe she doesn't know much. She's a young thing. You want to do eating disorder gate? Yeah, so I think the publicist interview also was interesting because it segued into Elise talking to the publicist first about eating disorder gate, um, where everyone is was sort of accusing Elise of having an eating disorder based on not a whole lot of evidence, it seemed like. Yeah, I think what they were saying that she doesn't eat as much as the other girls, which if you're smaller, you probably don't eat as much. And the fact they think they heard her throw up one night when they had seen her eat a lot. But it's just Adrian telling a story. Yeah, it's all pretty much just conjecture. So I have a theory about the whole, because I thought about the Elise eating disorder possibility quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think it's possible that she did seem like she had one with the girls at the time for a few different reasons. Like, number one, a bunch of people scrutinizing everything you eat definitely is going to make you scrutinize everything you eat because yeah. you can't. It's so hard to not notice what they're doing, even if she didn't normally do that in her regular life. So my theory is that her environment was possibly causing Elise to exhibit some disordered eating tendencies, but only because people throughout the past month of her life have been telling her that her slim figure is the most valuable part about her. Yeah. And so it's possible that it was just like under the surface. She didn't know what to do. And I had kind of a thing I wanted to share with everybody. I think a few years ago, I was getting really excited to rewatch America's Next Top Model because it was such a delicious thing from my youth that I was like, (laughs) I wasn't supposed to be watching it. And now as an adult, I can do whatever I want. And I had kind of expected to dive in and watch the whole series, but I had to stop around like cycle seven, even though cycle eight is one of my favorites, just because binging the show like that brought out so much negative self-talk for me. And for those of us who already struggle to love their body, um, watching a lot of show like this doesn't help at all. And so I imagine living in the environment of the show is like a million times worse. Yeah, definitely. So I think Jake and I really want to acknowledge there's a lot of people who probably aren't interested in this show at all because it doesn't send body positive messages, at least in cycle one, at all. So we love watching it, but we want to kind of put out there it's nobody's business about Elise's body and what she puts into it. Um, And we're not trying to ignore all of those positive aspects. We're just trying to have some fun with the good parts of the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's got to be hard when every week you show up to judging and Janice fucking Dickinson just harps so much about how your body is so perfect because it's so rail thin and tiny. And like, I, yeah, I could definitely see how that would affect your eating habits, even on a subconscious level, even if Elise isn't noticing any difference or anything like that but that pressure to maintain a body type like that even if it's because of positive reinforcement can be really unhealthy yeah like the the night that adrian says that elise threw up 
that was also the night apparently that she ate a lot more than she usually does and she even told tyra that she's been like trying to eat extra because people are watching her like i probably would throw up if i ate way more than i normally do and was feeling really stressed out yeah like it's also bad to binge eat when you don't normally yeah so we could put the heavy stuff down yeah for now but we wanted to address that jake you want to take a break yeah Jake, you ready for a heat wave? That was a fart joke, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's just good content. <laughs> That's just good content. Yeah, probably my favorite part of this episode was when uh, Elise. Elise revealed that Giselle at some point uh, termed fart, made a euphemism of farts as calling them heat waves. That's just good shit right there. And I think Elise said that that was Giselle's main contribution or only contribution to the world was nicknaming farts heat waves. And then Tyra just got right in there with the girl. So what we're referring to is a part where Tyra just came over and met with the girls with a bunch of candles and just made them talk about their insecurities, which is something that I think lasted in some of the other seasons, but again, much less common. But very funny. She was like, guys, I did just do a little fart before we <laughs> circled a up. <laughs> a little heat wave. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about the challenge? Yeah, the interview challenge in the park. Oh, yeah. Babe, Yeah, Steve Santagati was... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he was a babe. <laughs> yeah, he's a good-looking guy. He looked nice in that carriage. I'll say it. He looked nice in that big fur coat. Yeah. He looked good at the judging table. Yep. Um, and but they were all they were like crammed into that carriage. I wonder if that was done purposefully. Because it's so hard heat. to have an interview with someone who is less than a foot away from you. And he's a pro, but this is a lot of them. That was their first interview. Yeah. Um, question. Do you think you would have trashed the other girls during the interview? No, I don't think I would have. I don't have as much courage as elise though (laughs) how do you think you would have played it what would have your strategy been i don't know so did he ask her specifically like dish on the other girls or was i feel like elise just took it upon herself to to trash talk a little bit i bet he had one question that was like oh what can you tell me about the other girls and most of the others were like oh they're so nice that's nice to learn from each other and elise was like oh i'll tell you adrian is the worst listener i've ever met in my life (laughs) except kissy who she didn't say anything about yeah i feel like it's telling not only did it's not even that she didn't say anything about kissy she was like kissy is nice i have nothing bad to say about kissy (laughs) which i feel like is different for elise it would be one thing to not have anything to say about someone, but for at least to have nothing bad to say about someone, to my mind, is a big compliment. Yes. And just confirms what we've been thinking, that Kissy does is in the Christian room, but she isn't judgy about it. She's just doing yeah. her own thing. Yeah, I like Kissy a lot. I feel like in shows like this, and maybe I mentioned this last week, I don't remember, the people who are more chill in shows like this just don't really get much screen time. Yeah. And I feel like that's telling about Kissy is she doesn't really show up very much because she's avoiding all of the drama and is probably just overall a good, nice person. Yep, I totally agree. Um, So Elise wins the competition because she says so much mean shit. Yeah, which was very funny to me because she won the competition because she essentially broke all the rules that the publicist had told them. Yeah. And so everyone, I feel like, was irritated with her, and kind of rightfully so, because they all were assuming they were supposed to 
apply the lessons that they had learned and Elise like did the opposite and won the competition. Yeah. I, I, cause I feel like Elise went too far. Yeah. I was especially worried because he said that they were looking for real sound bites to use. So mm-hmm. I thought they were going to like come to the judging and be like, and here's what you all said during your interviews and then just show <laughs> Elise trashing everyone. I'm kind of glad they didn't, but it would have been some juicy drama. I think the judges did see it because Janice made a comment during panel about how she was listening to Adrian's interview and yeah. that her voice was driving her crazy. So I think the judges do dig into a lot more stuff, even if it doesn't get brought up. Yeah. Question. You win this challenge. You get to choose someone to come and visit you while you're on a reality TV show. Yeah. Who do you ask to come and visit you? I would, I would definitely ask my wife to come visit me. Okay, I knew you were going to say that. And let's pretend that you can't pick her. Oh. I would ask my good friend Christy to come oh, visit shit. me. <laughs> I would definitely come. <laughs> <laughs> because I think we have, because we have this reality TV show bond. So for True. no other reason, I feel like you would appreciate being on the set more than anyone else. This yeah. is sort of a meta answer, I guess, because in this reality, I guess we, maybe we also have a <laughs> America's Next Top Bottle fan cast. <laughs> Who would you choose? Yeah, when I was thinking about my answer, I thought of my sister, Sarah, because she loves the show as much as I do. And we used to watch it together. So I was thinking I would ask her to come. (laughs) Yeah. Plus, I think if I invited you, you could give me uh, the pro tips more than anyone else. You know, I could say, yeah, okay, here's what's going on. Like, how do I, how do I game the system a little bit? Well, you know me, I'd be using survivor strategy and be like, play mind (laughs) games with your fellow contestants. Eat a raw fish in front of everybody. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) but so one of the, um, you said you saw the first season of Survivor, right? Yeah, it's been a long time, though. The winner, Richard Hatch, when they like interviewed him afterward, he w- they were like, how did you win? And he was like, y'all don't understand because it wasn't showed. But I told everyone I saw every single day that I was going to win the whole time I was there. So basically, by the end, everyone was believing that I was going to be the winner. I wasn't a yeah. jerk about it. And I was like, that is such an interesting strategy to do the opposite of Ginsell and just be confident the whole time. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that, yeah, since Giselle, Giselle is so... Ginsell. Un- sorry. Um, <laughs> is so unconfident the whole time. And in a way, I think that the everyone was sort of right in that she's maybe doing it because she is fishing for compliments. But that's got to affect your mental, like, your drive at some point. If you, even if you don't necessarily believe it, if you're telling yourself every week, well, I'm going home this week, I did a bad job this week, I'm not going to do well in the photo shoot this week. Like, it's going to play out that way at some point. Like, that self-talk, I think, is really important. and seems like it would be especially important for a modeling career or for being in a reality TV show where if you instead go in and you say, I'm going to do my best or I'm going to do really well this week, then I feel like that's going to reflect in your photos, especially for modeling when so much of it seems like it's reliant on like being confident and feeling yourself and being fierce. Yes. I think positive self-talk is really powerful. Even if you don't mean it when you're saying it to yourself, it it goes a long way. Yeah. Um, Do you want to talk photo shoot? Yeah. How did you feel about the photo shoot? Anything (laughs) stand out to you in particular? I just, I thought the guy, the football player, Clinton, was very funny. Um, Because he just seemed to mostly stand there or like pick a girl up if they needed him to. Yeah, he was just like a brick wall. 
Yeah, I wonder if the show is like, we need to get some men watching the show. Let's get a football player. That'll be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Um, it's interesting because I've seen a few of the later seasons where they start to get boys in the house, boys in the house. Boys in the house. Boys in the house. And Tyra especially seems to be wanting to work against a sort of stereotype in the modeling industry that male models are mostly there to be props for the female models. And this photo shoot in particular seemed to be mostly just feeding into that stereotype of like the men is there to look big and strong and to be a prop upon which the woman can execute her craft or something like that. Also, he was a football player and not a model, so I could see how That's maybe true. his strength is just, you know, being strong, standing, being, like, rooted, and letting the the models, the people who are trying to be professional models... Do a really big jump. Yeah, do a huge splits in the air. Really big kick. Um, it was nice seeing Elise's boyfriend and Adrian's mom. Yeah, I thought uh, Elise and her boyfriend I thought were cute, and it was nice for Elise to get some support. Mostly, though, I was just very endeared by Adrian and her mom. was very cute and very sweet. In the words of Adrian, it kicks ass that she is here. Like, a lot of ass. I especially <laughs> thought it was really sweet how when Elise picked her... So Elise, got, Elise won the interview challenge and then got to pick who else in the house could invite someone to come to New York to visit them. And she picked Adrian. And Adrian was obviously very happy and emotional about it. She, like, did the the kneel down and cry a little bit thing yeah and then when adrian stood up she through like her tears and emotion just goes hell yeah and <laughs> i just love that i don't know why i guess just because adrian puts on this sort of tough like persona most of the time and so yes. even when she is obviously emotional and happy about her mom coming to visit she's like hell yeah she is such a gift yeah <laughs> Oh, man. And Clinton, the football player, was apparently saying sexy things to Robin while they were modeling together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Robin was not into it. Question. Have you ever dated a football player? No. <laughs> I've not. Have you ever dated a football player? <laughs> yeah, I married one. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> was there anything you wanted to add about, the, like, talk about that? Or did you just want to flex that you married a football player? <laughs> football in high school and he was even captain of his team yeah but his school was so small that it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that it wasn't even impressive no i think he's very impressive it is funny because he's so much not of like he doesn't no. give off a football player persona not that there's necessarily a football player persona not at all but whenever i tell people just as a fun fact everyone's always shocked yeah <laughs> i've known your husband for quite a few years at this point and still often forget that 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 is the case he used to be such a jock um should we talk about judging oh yeah i was just gonna say that um shannon is still so obsessed with defying temptation when they ask her why she wants to be america's next top model she's like because i can defy temptation really well yeah <laughs> and robin in true robin form was talking about how surprised she was that sometimes she would have to work with another person while she was modeling yeah and tyra was like yeah yeah, Robin. <laughs> Another highlight was when Janice told Kissy that her photograph was the worst photograph she had ever seen. And the rest of the judges were like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what on earth is she talking about? <laughs> Janice is so obsessed with being mean that her shit doesn't even like make sense that what, what she's saying. 
That's honestly the worst photograph you've ever seen. Bullshit, Janice Dickinson. You've seen worse photos than that. You're just trying to be mean to people. She thinks we want that spice, but we want her to back off a little bit. Yeah, I want her to be a nice person. She also, so um, this sort of segues into my favorite Tyra moment. Is that okay with you? Um, Please. I think we have the same moment. Yeah, so Janice Dickinson says they're doing the judging and they're looking at Robin's photo and I think Janice, Janice Dickinson just says she's too fat, mm-hmm. which is a shitty thing to say about someone. And it's just objectively not true about nope. Robin. And Preach. Tyra just like goes off on her and says they are everything that is wrong with America and that they are giving people eating disorders and that they need to back the fuck off. And oh, I was like, so yes, good. Tyra. Yes, Tyra. Yeah. Was that your favorite Tyra moment too? Yes. I also liked it when Tyra, during elimination, told Elise to stop acting like she was better than everyone else. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Tyra will just tell people like it is. And I pretty much always agree with everything she says. Yeah. Elise, maybe someone hasn't told you this, but just because you're not trying to get into medical school doesn't mean that you're dumb. There are other smart people in the world, too. Yeah. So, little Giselle... I'll get to call her by her real name here at the end. Was eliminated. Poor Giselle. Uh, fun fact. Um, apparently when the show first started, when you were eliminated, you could literally just go home and see your family like the next day. Um, as the show went on and social media became more important, contestants would have to stay in a hotel until the show was over. Oh, really? And just chill. So little Giselle just got to go home right away. Yeah. <laughs> so for our first segment, where are they now? Um, little Jensel, she did a lot more television work after the show and was even a featured guest on the Tyra Banks show. She did a lot more modeling and was still doing test shots as of 2019, calls herself a natural sized model. My favorite fact about her is in 2019, Giselle became the founder of Kiss the World, which is a charity aiming to help homeless people. Oh, that's awesome. Sounds like she had a a storied career after the show and continues to have a good career. Yes. Love that. I like it. Um, so who do you think is going home next week? I think that next Wait, week... Wait, let me pause you because yeah. I think the last four weeks in a row you've said Robin. Yeah. Are you going to say Robin again? <laughs> I thought about it. Uh, I think I'm going to change though because Robin is just a contender. Apparently she's sticking around no matter how poorly she does and like the challenges or things like that. I don't know. She sticks around. I'm going to look like a fool, I guess, if I change now and Robin does go home next week. I think maybe Shannon, though, is going to be my prediction for going home next week. Yeah, Um, why do you think Shannon? I just feel like she's been, like, middle to low of the pack consistently. Mm. Like, I don't really remember her ever standing out. And even though Robin, I think, has done poorly, fairly consistently, she's also done really well consistently. So Robin's going up and down, up and down. But Shannon, I think, has been nearer the bottom the whole time essentially mm. um and i think the judges typically on america's next top model value growth yeah and don't value the up and down quite as much but it yeah. really depends on the season you're watching yeah true so we'll see i think sometimes getting stuck near the bottom can work well because yeah for that growth aspect and then look like a comeback you can sort of yeah jump to the top and win it i've seen that happen in reality shows before who do you think's gonna win I think that uh, I'm sort of leaning now towards Kissy. I think Kissy is just putting in the work, consistently doing well. She didn't do as great in her photo shoot this week, uh, but I think she had a good interview. 
Mm. I think the fact that all of the, that several of the judges consistently compare her to a young Tyra Banks is like a huge compliment and would work well in her favor. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm leaning towards Kissy now. Yeah, she's just so nice. She's so nice, and I think she does a good job. And I think Janice Dickinson sucks, and I want maybe want Kissy to win to prove Janice Dickinson is wrong about her photo. Don't remember in episode one when I was telling you about her big feud with Tyra? Yeah. Can't don't you see it? Yeah, I definitely <laughs> see it now, especially after Janice saying negative things about Robin and Tyra just like immediately turning back and arguing with her. I felt like yeah, I could definitely see that tension between them more this week. Yeah. And it I seems like they have it. a mutual respect, but a mutual hate as well. Yeah. I'd love to leave you with a couple of Adrian quotes. I'm going to think about various ways to kill you tonight while you are asleep. (laughs) But you are really slow if you take me seriously at any time in your life. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye. We love you. The Summit. Podcasts. And games.